When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Magnificent. Love just hearing your name. Thank you. The fact that I'm I'm attached to it somehow. No. It's just... I'm attached to you. You can't. No, no, no. It's not Gazy and Andy. No, no, no. Gazy! No, no. It's it's a... It's, an, it's a daily honour, and I never take it for granted. Oh, I, just I, wanna, I, do. I don't tell you that often enough. No, you do take it. I just want to share it with you, Thank you. today. Appreciate I love it. I love you. No, you've gone too far. <laughs> Max Newman's <laughs> about to join us. He was going to join us last week um, mm. as he recovered from the Hawaii, the World Championships of Ironman. Kona, of course, over there in Hawaii. Uh, but a bit, bit of news broke last week, so mm. Max is going to join us in a moment. I wonder, a little over a week later, I wonder how he's pulled up after... I can't even imagine. I don't well, know. Andy, how, I don't know how you these do these marathons. No, no. Well, and well, I remember as a youngster, men, not marathons. Well, they men. are marathons. Iron men. Iron men. They are. I remember watching them as a youngster and uh, on the wide world of sports. No, you this is the, not that, mate. It is the same thing, mate. This is three point eight kilometre swim. Yeah, they the blokes up on call and, call and get a gold wasn't doing this. No, stuff. I'm talking about the Hawaii one. Right, right, right. When the AB, you know, the American broadcast used to come over to Australia. Who's the great American? And then uh, forty two. Just a regular marathon, if you don't mind. Yeah, at the end of all. After you've rode 180. 180, 180, in heat. 3.8. Volcanic sort of environment. It's ridiculous. He's about to join us. Before we do, Andrew's in Geelong. Silly stuff. (laughs) Well, it is the ultimate, I reckon. It is. It is the ultimate. Uh, Before we get to Max, uh, Andrew's in Geelong. Welcome to the show, mate. Shit, Andy. Andy, how are you? Maxie. Good. Uh, look, the National Wheelchair Rugby Team, we were uh, world champions over the weekend, so rocks to them. Oh, how oh, good is this? How did I miss that? I've been doing some cricket on the weekend, so I've missed a lot of mm. stuff. Well, that's been, where, where was that being played, Andrew, and who do we beat in the final? Uh, over in Denmark, I couldn't tell you who was in the final. I think they beat the finals at one stage, though, so that's always... That'll that's do. A, that's, that's all we need thing. to know. No, no, well done to the National Wheelchair Rugby Team. So, uh, strong... Well, they, they are... They are have been a powerhouse in the sport. It's a competitive it sport. Hot, in fact, mad. It is. Like lunatics. They play it a bit down at uh, MSAC in the show courts there, and they hire it out, and you see them going around, and poof. They don't, they don't uh, muck around. No, they do not muck around. <laughs> Neither do the Ironmen. Uh, the Kona was on last, I think it was last sun, Sunday week ago. Uh, the first four across the line uh, comfortably demolished the previous Best time ever run. I'm sure I'm right in saying that. Um, I'd say, unfortunately for Max Newman, the Australian, he was the fourth of the four. But to say um, anything um, unfortunate about the performance is doing it a major disservice. It was an unbelievable performance uh, over a week after he finished. He's been good enough to join us on the show. Max, thanks for your time, mate. Thanks for having me on, fellas. How are you feeling? Tell us how the, how the rehab and the recovery is coming along. 
Yeah, I've taken a good week um, easy. Um, yeah, these aren't hard. <laughs> these are hard old races. So um, on the island, the heat is uh, brutal and the sun just uh, just saps the energy out of you. So um, I've shed a, shed a skin, <laughs> a layer of skin from the sunburn. But um, apart from that, I'm feeling okay. Jeez. Oh, What's uh, you just slip, slop, slap? Uh, seems like it should be the. I know you're coming out of the water. You haven't got time to whack some sunscreen on. Yeah, I went no sunscreen. Unfortunately, my parents aren't going to like me saying that. But um, the sun, the sunscreen blocks your pores. So um, oh yeah, you know, is that sport, right? The sports becoming yeah, the sports becoming pretty uh, professional. So any one percenter you can get, um, you got to take. So you sort of have to cop. You cancer maybe later on in your life, maybe, but um, <laughs> That's a, yeah, it's you a, never know. It's not, it might be worth it. So, does the sweat? So, you you want to be able to sweat, obviously, and does that kind of when you're mm. on the bike in particular, does that kind of help regulate the body's heat? Is is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. So we spend a fair bit of time before this race in the sauna. Um, about four or five times a week, we're in there for like half an hour, um, just so your body knows how to regulate um, at those temperatures. Um, and it, you actually sweat more when you go in the sauna. Um, so if you go in the sauna, you sweat more out in the when you're out training. So that actually helps you cool down. Um, so yeah, it's all. <laughs> there's a lot of science in it now, but um, yeah, the more you sweat, the more you cool down, basically. How hot was it? Um, it's actually not that bad. It's sort of similar to cans um, in summer. So it's hot what? and humid. That's horrible. It's like ninety nine percent humidity and about thirty degrees. That's that's horrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's there's five thousand people signing up to do this race. So um, yeah, crazy people to be honest. Yeah. And when you think of this event, it's hard to fathom. Correct me if I'm wrong. Three point eight kilometre swim, one hundred and eighty on the bike, one hundred and eighty kilometres, and then you've just got the regulation marathon to run mm. for that. The thing about it is, one thing is doing this, but the other thing is what the requirements are in order to train for this event and the diversity in the skills. Uh, how do you go about that? What's your weekly routine look like? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so I think the old school days, um, they used to train just ridiculous hours, like 40 hours plus a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we've figured out that you don't really need to do 40 hours, but we usually sit around the 30 to 35 hours a week of training. Um, and then on the other side of that, you've got your eating, recovery, and all that sort of stuff. So you really don't have any time to do uh, much else except for sleep, eat, and uh, train. So, um, yeah, I guess when you finish these races, it's such a load. Um, you've had so much pressure leading up to these things that you just come off and you're absolutely shattered for for a good week. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, when, it's a crazy sport. And, and when I'm looking at this and I'm seeing – that uh, there's a couple of Scandinavian Norwegian fellas that have uh, that are, are setting some trends well, here. The winner was phenomenal. Yeah. And and it's yeah. like, have they got? Have they discovered something? There's some sort of secrets <laughs> that they have, or, or what is it about them? Norska. That's given the Norska. The, Norska. Just the just the, the, uh, the, the, yeah. smell, the smell of spruce. Well, I think it'd probably be a little bit more than that. But <laughs> is there something in the sports science that they've discovered that has given them an advantage, or these two in particular? Uh, the bloke that won it, and yeah. there's another. Are they no, just the, bloke, the Danish? The Danish bloke came third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these fellas, they've sort of changed um, the sport over the last uh, four years. Um, the guy got third. He was Olympic gold medalist. Um, and I think going into Tokyo, they've sort of just 
spent millions and millions of dollars um, basically working out, not leaving it up to chance, basically, figuring out exactly what they need to do to win at these races. Um, and money's not an issue for them. Um, it's sort of federation-based. Uh, um, and I think that's, for all sports in Norway, I think um, Olympics for them is a huge thing. And they'll spare no expense to um, figure out how to win. And I guess these two athletes that they've got here in triathlon, um, they hate to lose. Mm. <laughs> and I think once you hate to lose, um, yeah, you're a force to be reckoned with. And, uh, yeah, the performance that Gustav, the winner, put out there on Saturday was the, probably the world's greatest performance mm. um, in triathlon anyone's ever seen. Um, so, yeah, it's a good time in the sport. And uh, I think um, in terms of... <laughs> The sport moving forward, um, we had some of the best viewing numbers we've ever, the sport's ever seen. I was sent today, so um, yeah, it's all full steam ahead for triathlon. Yeah, it is brilliant. The the just the just the sheer will of you oh, guys. No, it's, 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 it's something to behold. But uh, their coach, uh, Olive Alexander Boo, mm. uh, he is. He came out and he said that well, the priority for them is the 2024 Olympics, like you just alluded mm. to. Uh, in your perfect world, if you if you had them the, the opportunity to <laughs> to win either one this this iconic event Tona. that you've just been mm, there mm. or have a, an Olympic medal around your neck, what would you choose? Yeah, I think they're very similar. I think they're very close. Um, but I think an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. <laughs> I know so I know it's weird, but I think uh, I think that's just something special. I think um, you can't beat that. Mm. Yeah, and is that front and center for you now, Max? Is that is that your next big target? Um, have you got stuff between well, now and then? Yeah, I've sort of I had a crack at the Olympic circuit. I uh, never quite got around. Um, there's a lot of politics, you know, involved in that. Um, but I mean, I'd love to huh? one day give it another another shot. I know um, Melbourne. <laughs> It's coming to Melbourne. Um, I mean, sorry, Brisbane, Brisbane, my hometown. What did I say in Melbourne? <laughs> um, yeah, it's coming to Brisbane in 2032. So well, I hope I'm not too old by then. But um, well, how old are you? Yeah, mean? That's ten. It's ten years ago. How yeah, I many? Sure. Yeah, I'll be 37. Um, it's doable. It's definitely doable. Mm. But 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 um, what, when you say politics, Max, what do you what do you mean? What what's mm. the? Can you explain that a bit? Um, it's. Well, when I was involved in the sort of AIS sort of program, um, it was very much you do what you're told. Um, if you don't do what you're told, you're not going to ever, <laughs> you're not going to ever be an Olympian, basically. Um, and it's sort of like oh, I don't, don't want to get into it too much, but you know, everyone, they have their favourites. Um, if you say something bad, you're gonna you're gonna get kicked out. So you really can't be yourself. Um, and this longer Ironman stuff. Um, you can really be yourself, you know, you can express yourself, you can say what you think, you can you can be your own person, whereas in the Olympic circuit, you're very much um, put down and told what to do and this is what's going to happen. Mm. Um, the, the coaches are making more money than you. And, yeah, it's a, I found it a very unhealthy environment um, and I'm happy I'm doing what I'm doing. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to one day Wow. hopefully get into that one well, day. Well, mate, but, um, it, it should yeah. be, it should be the – Sound encouraging. Well, it, for, look – what do we know, right? But mm. it should be the mm. ultimate meritocracy. If you if you're good enough and you deserve it, and you're the fastest and you're the best, then um, mm. you should be in, right? That that's that seems like in a sport like this, it's there's a qualification mm. date and or a qualification yeah. event. And if you're the if you finish number, if you're going to take two or three in and you finish one, two or three, you should go. I reckon. 
Yeah, it's, it, I think it's like this in a lot of sports um, at the top. I don't think she thinks it's our sport, but um, I think it's an issue that the AIS is actually starting to look at right now. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping they fix this before Brisbane. I think that's what they're targeting. So hopefully we'll see some change. Yeah, I hope so too. So, so mm. the, four, the, the four guys who finished one, two, three, four, you, you were one of them. It was their first time uh, at Kona. Do you think there's a reason for that? What, why at first time is... I mean, third was a bloke from Great Britain who you who you beat by nearly ten minutes. So you, the four of you have, you know, given the rest of the field windburn. What have you got a reason as to why the four of you did what you did? Yeah, I, I just think the sport has become um, so much more professional. Uh, we haven't been in Kona for three years because of COVID. Um, so in three years, a lot can change in this sport, and I. I think it, it all pretty much comes down to the Norwegians. They've, they've you know, stepped it up. They've brought, um, they're like, actually, they're not, they're not scared of the distance. They race just like any other race. They race like a sprint, a sprint distance triathlon, basically. Um, so if you, you know, if you're not fear, you're not fear of the Ironman, you just think of it any other day. Um, I think that's the key to these sort of races. And I think as the sport progresses even further, um, we're going to see some super fast marathon times. I think the Norwegians are talking of going down to two two minute two hours twenty two twenty five oh. um, oh. off the bike, which is oh. just insane. Oh. Uh, oh. But yeah, if that's where the sport's going, I'm not sure I want to be involved. In that, so, to be how do you? Can you tell me? Is there a simple? I've done a couple of tiny, tiny little corporate ones of these things, right? And I've run a couple mm. of marathons, but you get off the bike for people like me who are just absolute plotters. You get off the bike and mm. you can't feel your legs. It feels like they're dead uh, when you try mm. and start running in. Does that happen to you, or have you have you trained to such a degree and so cleverly that that when you get off the bike you, you've got the legs straight away? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I you rarely don't jump off the bike feeling good. If you jump off the bike <laughs> hurting, you've had a bad day. Right. Basically, yeah. Okay. Um, like you're putting a lot of a lot of food, like a lot of I just use. Um, basically like a liquid Gatorade, a strong Gatorade basically on the bike. And that's all you eat for eight hours is sugar. Um, so just to, just that sort of stuff is, is changing the game. Like you, you never jump off the bike feeling bad. And um, that first 10K in the Ironman is usually, you have to really hold yourself back because if you go too quick there, you're going to feel that in the last, the last half an hour of the race where you really need to start feeling good. So um yeah, I guess it just comes down to years. I've been doing this for 10 years, 15 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, like, it's just years and years, you know, do, ticking the boxes, basically. Do the gels ever make... Do you ever feel crook with the gel? I know a lot of people who take the mm. gels on have a bit of a reaction until they kind of sit in. And do you, do you ever have a... Do you have to push through any of that kind of reaction to the gels ever? Yeah, I guess you... I've definitely had problems with them before, um, but you definitely find brands that work for you. Yeah. Um, and once you find a brand that, you know, works for you perfectly, you don't have no gut issues, you're not sitting in the toilet for five minutes during the race. Oh, um, I think that's, that's all. Yeah. It's, a trial, it's a trial and error, 100%. Yeah. It's a trial and error. Um, yeah, because not all sugars. Sugar's equal, but not every gel's created the same. So. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Max, when you talk about, well, you know, you want to be feeling good, I, 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 can we just put some... <laughs> Because it's all relative, the feeling of feeling good. But yeah, no. when you've been yeah, no. doing this, what do you mean by feeling good? Um, well, oh, it's hard. it would be hard because to Because you're hurting, I'd imagine. Terms. 
Yeah, it, Ironman is a very weird sport because you're not actually going too that fast. You're not your heart rate's quite low compared to um, these, you know, these sprint distance and Olympic distance races. Mm-hmm. So it's actually it 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 doesn't it's going to sound weird, but they they actually don't feel hard, and it just gradually you know creeps up on you, and you everything just sort of starts to fatigue a bit, and that's the only pain that you really feel during the race. It's just like at the end there of the run, you're just fully fatigued, you're just closing your eyes and just waiting for the finish line to come. Um, but in, ter- in terms of like feeling good, it's, it's yeah, it's it's not like your heart rate's high. It's more like a muscle yeah. fatigue pain that you only get after seven hours of, you know, racing. Mm. Do you ever have the kind of battle of, I, I can't, I, I've like, hit the wall. Like pushing through that where the inner voice is saying, oh, I'm, I'm cooked here. Like I can't go any further. Do you, do you, how often does does that ever hit you during an Ironman? This was the first one. So I've raced three times up in Cairns, um, the Ironman up there, and I've sort of had finished the race. And you know, I, was, I said to my coach, like that was that was easy. Like that oh, felt really nice. easy. Um, but Kona was the first race where I've had to um, push to the limit to try and. I was coming back on Christian there in third place. Um, I thought, you know, I think 45 seconds in the last um, last 5K, I think it was. Um, so I was really trying to dig deep there. And that's the first time I've sort of gone into that, that red zone where I've gone, shit, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pass out here. Um, oh, mate. Which I did actually pass out when I crossed the finish line. And, um, yeah, I don't really want to <laughs> experience that again. But, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a brutal sport. It's, mm. it's not meant, meant to be easy, is it, you know? No, no, it is. It's, uh, and you yeah. we can see it's brutal. No, no, no. And uh, yeah. you sort of pass it off as if, ah, well, we're yeah, just no out problems. for a bit of a stroll yeah, here. But um, off the, uh, we have a, a temper text machine. Oh, you probably, given the recovery you uh, do, perhaps you might need to explore the temper beds. They are magnificent beds. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we've got a, a question coming in, and it says, can you ask Max if he's doing the World 70.3 Champs in two weeks? It's a half the distance of the Kona. Are you going to, surely it's a bit early to no saddle chance. up again. Yeah, so the only people I know who are doing that are Christian, the Norwegian, <laughs> Christian and Gustav. Um, oh. It's pretty insane, to be honest, to back up after going so deep in, a, in an Ironman. Um, but no, I won't be racing. I'll be doing the Noosa Triathlon. Right. Um, and what sort of distances are you looking at there? That's just Olympic distance. Okay, That's 1.5k win, yep. 40k ride, 10k run. Ah, yeah. oh, snack. Hey, what did you do for the marathon here? Um, I did 240. In Kona. And, and what, which is, how does that sit alongside the other three Ironmans that you've done up, up north? Yeah, so Cairns, I've done a, the first year, and I did 250, then I did 243, I think, then 241, I think Kona's 240. So I've, I've gradually gotten faster over the four years, uh, three years I've been doing it. So um, which hopefully is, you can keep going in that trajectory. Yeah, which is the strongest for you? Do you, reckon? Do you feel like you're particularly strong in one of the, one of the disciplines? Yeah, it would have definitely running. Yeah. I think running is, um, you know, I grew up in 40 acres. We were always running around. So I've always sort of loved, loved to run, I guess. And, uh, yeah, it's starting to come to fruition. So you're running. So, so let's say you get down to two. Let's say you can get it to 230, right? Let's, let's say that. 10 min. This bloke's running 220. I mean, when, you, when you, get, you get off the bike in front of him and you know, he's I've got to go. I've got to run a PB here mm. for the next 42K because mm. this bloke's coming. How mm. how does how does a little man inside the head deal with that? Like, is that a are you constantly looking over your shoulder? Yeah, well, I I was sort of the 
if you do use your watch to just look at the pace, because um, you basically know when you've been training for these races for what six months, you basically know exactly what you're capable of running on race day. Um, and it's going to sound weird, but we targeted 240 to yeah. run a 240 wow. and see where that places you in the race. Um, we knew Gustav was in, you know, 235 shape. It's exactly what he ran. He ran a 236, I think. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you know, you pretty much know what you're going to run. But I think if, I think next year, um, I sort of wanted to just get a result on the board this year. But I think next year, I'll really try and, you know, go for that, that top step. Um, I've got nothing to lose, I don't think. Uh, and I think, yeah, I sort of know my limits to that race now. So, um yeah, it'll be interesting, Max. It's uh, beyond comprehension what you what you do, mate. Uh, for for the rest of it. it's just crazy stuff. So, um, mate, congratulations. I mean, you know, any other any other Kona, you've got a medal around your neck, and you know, it might even be a gold one just about any other time. But uh, there are obviously three freaks that you were you know near, nearby crossing that finishing line with. Uh, rest up, rehab, let that layer of skin grow back, and um, mate, we'll, we'll, we're going to follow you from now on, mate. So, uh, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate your time. No, thanks very much, guys. I appreciate it. Good, on Good you. man, Max. Max Newman ran fourth in the Hawaiian no, Ironman Championship. It is gazy. No, it's ridiculous. It's I mean, ab- we all like to test our limits, <laughs> but uh, just. <laughs> the way in which I know we're just strolling along, no, it doesn't really good. hurt. Feel good when you get off the bike. It hurts watching. They run three three point eight swum three point eight k, then ridden like the clap like the clappers for one hundred and eighty k's. Then you get off the bike to run a marathon. Oh, you're yeah. feeling good. That's well, just every insane. second day again the treadmill and I run three k's <laughs> and I'm completely cooked. <laughs> That's twenty four bucks. Gotta go for a swim and a run after that.